אמר מול, אבל ים ובקעה והסדבנית והכרמלית אינה לא כרשות על האחיד ולא כרשות על רבים. You have the ocean and the Bekah. The Bekah is the valley. The valley is going to be the topic of discussion. We're saying it's not a Yishut HaYachid, not a Yishut HaRabim. Gemara asks, Ubekah ena alok Yishut HaRabim, alok Yishut HaYachid? Ve'atnan, the Bekah bimotach ama, if it's summertime, then the valley is private property. If it's in Yishut HaRabim letuma. We know the differences between carrying in, on, meaning to say, public property for Tuma. What does public property mean for Tuma? You have an item which you're not sure if it's Tameh or Tahor. In the public property, it's Tahor. In private property, it's Tameh. So this valley, if it's summertime, nobody walks there. So it's a private property. So it's, for Shabbat, it's a private property. However, for Tumah, we consider it a public property because bottom line, there's no walls around. It's just an open field. If it's winter, then, then even in the regards to the Tumah, nobody's there. Really to Karmelit. We're calling it a Karmelit because it does, it's not a Shuta Harabim. But it's really not a Shuta Yachid. This time we're calling it a Shuta Yachid is just like a subtitle that is not public property. But not that it's a, you're not allowed to carry there. Avashi Amar, Avashi answers the contradiction. It has mechitzot, it's got walls around it, but it's not considered real mechitzot because the mechitzot are not there for the dweller to, to live there. The mechitzot have to be walls for protection for the guy living there. If the walls, once they were up before anybody lived around there, wouldn't be considered real mechitzot. Mechiyad Amar Ula. If you have an open field, more than a betzatai, more than two se'ah, that it has mechitzot, it's closed in, but it's not closed in for, for dwelling purposes. Even if it uh, has a, I don't know, a big amount of area. Somebody who throws into that area, it's going to be chayav because that area is considered private property. My time, why is that considered private property? That since it's missing, the mechitzot were not there for the guy that's uh, for the living there. That's why it's assumed the rabbanan to carry into that area. So what we see over here, Ravashi is answering that this bikah, since it has mechitzot, we're calling it reshut yachid. But it doesn't have a status of Yishut HaYachid that you're allowed to carry there. Midoraita is considered a Yishut HaYachid that you're allowed to carry. But the Rabbanan will have said carrying. Mishlema Ravashi lo amakid ula. Ravashi didn't want to say like ula. Ula said that it's, we're calling it, it's really a Yishut HaYachid. Or it's really, uh, you know, we're just calling it a Yishut HaYachid. Because we're coming to it's not Yishut HaYachid. That's Dachuk. My time alone, my Kishmate, but why didn't Ula say like us? If we're talking about where there's walls, then we wouldn't call it a Bikah, we would call it this uh, Karpaf. This Karpaf has Mechitzot. The fact that we didn't give it that title, and we're calling it a valley, sounds like it's open. So if it's an open area, then we have to give another answer, and that's why it gives an answer that it's an open area, but it just didn't have, uh, we're calling it, 
not, uh, we're calling it private property, but just coming to say that it's not considered public property. Rav Ashi, says, no, it says Rishut Yachid. So since it's Rishut Yachid, we could say that it's talking about that there's Mechitzot. So that's how we answer the two. We have two answers for the, for the Bik'ah. The Bik'ah, you're not allowed to carry them, but it's considered Rishut Yachid in Torah. And Rav Ashi said that we're calling it Rishut Yachid because we're coming to say, we want to bring out that it's not considered public property. And Rav Ashi, that was Ula, and Ravashi says that it has walls, but it's not closed in for, uh, for a diyun. Nobody's living there. It's not there for, like, a protection. It's not considered Mechitzot Gimurot. They're both considered Yishuta Yachid Minat Torah, and they're both said to carry. The question is why. One is that it's really like a Kamelit, and one is that it's like this, uh, fenced in, uh, gaz, Karpaf. And it's just detailed, technical, if we call, we're gonna call it, a bikah, why, why would we call it that? So, that's why they had different answers. That Karmelit, then you have this Karmelit. Atukulu, Nami, Lav, Karmelit. No, they're all Karmelites. You had the ocean. You had the stav, which we spoke about. All these gray areas are all Karmelit. Karmelit's a gray area. Not Yishutar Abim, not Yishutar Yachid. So why we have to single out Karmelit amongst the whole list? Yam, bikah, istivanit, and Karmelit. You got a bunch of houses, Rishutarabim, then you have a little corner. You have a corner. So that corner area, it's public property. Yeah, you got the picture. You look at the picture. It's a public property. However, you could, uh, you know, if it, gets, if it gets squishy on the road, you could go walk in there and, you know, make a phone call. Is it public property? Is it fire property? It's public property, but nobody walks there. In general, on a regular day, you're not, you don't find people there. It's a little, you're in a little corner. So that area is considered a Kamilit. Talking about this, what they call it, a nook. A nook, yeah, the nook. It's public, like the porch. No, it's not a porch. Oh, 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 because it's, uh, all the people don't really go there. It's like, they don't make a phone for you down there. You're walking down the street. Yeah. Raining going on Yeah, like something like that. There are times when people are there. There's a lot of people. But since you don't really, you can't really get much usage. You can't get a lot of usage out of it. You got these little uh, sticks in the ground, little poles. These poles block people from walking through. People have to walk around the poles. You got to be more careful on the street. So you can't call it a public property because you can't use it comfortably. So, uh, so people could technically walk through. Now you got poles in the, in the, in the middle of the road. You have to avoid them. Walk around them. So it's not a comfortable way to, uh, to to travel. So this area is also it, it, it loses its status of yishutar abim and becomes yishutar yachid. Like you have like obstacles on the road, the cones. You have cones up there. So that's also considered a kamelit. Amar b'zera, amar b'yochanan. Staba shelifneha amudim. If you have a, there's uh, like a ledge, 
in front of the the Amudim where people are selling things Nidot and Karmelit also this ledge is considered a Karmelit so you got three examples of Karmelit so Leman De'aman Ben Amudim Koshken Itzteba if you hold that between these uh, cones in between these two Amudim it's considered a Yeshut it's considered a Karmelit then for sure the ledge is considered a Karmelit but if you're the one that said that the ledge is a Karmelit, maybe only the ledge is a Karmelit, but maybe uh, the, the cones in, on the road, maybe that's considered Shukar Abim. Because it's more public than than uh, than, than a ledge after, you know, in, the, in front of a store. The ledge in front of the store is connected to the store. But you have the... That's the opposite, and further away maybe. It's more... It's, the street is more Shukar Abim. It just happens to me, you can't walk through it. So if you, if you were the one that said that the ledge is a Karmelit, so then maybe the, the public area with the, with the obstacles is considered Shukar Abim. So, Lamad, Yamad, it's the ba, it's the ba, Udlo Nichatash Mishteh. Haval Ben Abudim Nichatash Mishteh, lo. Lishna Achrinat. You don't really see what the technical difference is between the two Lishonot. But, Haval Ben Abudim, the Zimdin, the Darshi, the Abim, since a lot of people travel there, since a lot of people can go there, can Shukar Abim Damia. So we see that the Mad Yamad that said it's the ba, is a shoot harabim is a is a is a kanmelit, but it could be they hold that the ben haamudim is considered a shoot harabim. Amar Baba Shila Amar Chesal Levenazekufa. If you have a brick which is standing up in a shoot harabim, vezarak you threw something onto the brick, v'tach befanea, and it gets uh, stuck to it. Chayav. Why? Because it's as if it's resting in the Rishut Arabim. Al Gaba Patur. If it goes on top of the, of the brick, then you'll be Patur. This brick is considered, it takes itself out of the status of four Amot. Of, of the Rishut Arabim. Since you have its own Makom Chashuv, if it gets thrown onto the top, it's going to be considered Patur. If you threw it and it hit the side, then it'll be Chayav. Since if, if it hit the side, it's still in, in public property. But if it hits the top, since the top of the area is cholek, it's considered a makom chashuv. It has its own area. So that, that you would be chayav. Abayev rava dami tarvayu v'ushe gavoa shloshad v'lodashi berabim. When do we say that this, this brick, this stone is still considered a public property? It's considered a private, pro- it's considered a, it, it, it gets out of its category as public property. And if you would throw something on it, you would be patur. It has to be more than three tefachim, and people don't step on it. If it's under three tefachim, that's uh, this high. This high off the table. Then people uh, trample on it like a regular rock. However, if it's bigger than three tefachim, then nobody walks on it. Not only that, but it has to be something that actually people uh, people avoid. For example, aval hizmi vihigi. Let's say you have thorns. Nobody walks on these thorns. Afal gav even though it's not three tefachim high, since you have thorns, nobody walks on the thorns. So that's going to be considered, even though it's less than three, it's considered a place where it's not considered Yishut Arabim. So if you would throw something into Yishut Arabim, in public property, and you throw something into a thorn bush, even though the thorn bush is under three tefachim, you would be patu, you would be patu, because you're not throwing it into Yishut Arabim, you're throwing it into a private area. What do you mean private area? Because nobody travels through these thorn areas, it's going to be considered patur. 
Mechia bar Rav Amar. Yeah. So what the average person doesn't do. When people aren't walking. When people are walking, is, 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 is not the same as a regular Shukar Abim. Chiyah Barav says like this now, even the thorns. People walk with shoes, so people do travel on the thorns. You have boots on, you just walk through, walk through it. So he would hold that since people are walking with shoes, if you throw something for Amor and it lands into the thorns, we still consider it a, uh, yeah. <coughs> So aval to'ah, but if it would be to'ah, be the horse, uh, you know, garbage, then that nobody steps on. Even if you're wearing shoes, you avoid it. So that would be considered not public property. So if you would throw something far more than we're laying on that, then you would be patur. So normally, if you throw something from your house into the street and it hits the ground, you're, you're patur. You're chayav, chayav. But now if you throw it and it lands on the thing of horse or whatever, yeah, then you're be patur, yeah. You have good aim, but... Uh, yeah, good aim. Because you didn't why, throw it. Because it's not good. Because people don't walk on it. That area, you have an area, people don't, uh, don't step on it. So people we're avoid. A hole. Same thing? A hole, we're gonna get the hole soon. The end, uh, to, I'm, when the turn page, we're talking about holes. Yeah. If it's a hole with the ten tefachim deep, then it's considered private property. It's like a pit or a ditch. Yeah, yeah, that and we have yesterday. It yeah, it's, not it's like it's fenced in. Also, it's like it's not fenced in. Right. Okay. Could be a New York pothole. Yeah. Uh, you can lose an automobile in that. Yeah. Amar abad the parking lot. Yeah. Amar abad the bed of Yeshiva. This carmelite, this gray area, where it's not shoot and abim or if it's less than four tefachim, and it's not wide ten tefachim, then we don't consider it anymore a karmelit, and we'd be considered makom petur. We spoke about the, you know, the fire hydrants, or the, the two poles near the fire hydrant, so they don't uh, roll up the curb. So those things are, are makom petur. Those are, you're allowed to put something on it, on Shabbat, because it's not considered a public area. So what about a karmelit? So if you have a karmelit less than four, also it's not considered a karmelit. Which we're going to discuss soon. And the karmelit extends up to ten tefachim. So it's got to be bigger than four tefachim, wider than four tefachim, and it goes up till ten tefachim. What does it mean it goes up till ten tefachim? My betofeset adasara. If you say that it has ten, if it has ten, then it's a kamilithi lo Less than ten is not a kamilithi. It's the opposite. If you have a, we're, we're saying now that this wasn't mean kamilith extends ten tevachim. So we're trying to say now that maybe up until 10 Tevachim it's not a Karmelit. And it's only a Karmelit when it's above 10. That can't be because if you have a house and it's walls, the walls of the house are under 10 Tevachim and the roof of the house is 10 Tevachim. So if you carry on the roof, you're okay. If you have a little hut. Right. You know, 10 Tevachim high. This high. Yeah. Yeah. And 
including the roof, it's ten tefachim high, but the walls are not ten tefachim high. So if you're on top of the item, you're on top of ten tefachim, then you're allowed to carry over there. That whole area is considered makom p'tul. Makom p'tul means it's its own uh, own domain. It's in its own domain. It's not related to what's on the floor. So that area is considered a makom p'tul. It's not no obligation of Shabbat. However, what if you're in the hut? If you're in the hut, the walls are only nine tefachim. We said with nine tefachim high, and then the actual ten tefachim of the the tenth tefach is the ceiling, is the roof. So you don't, you're not fenced in in a kosher mechitzah. You, you have a, if you were in the sukkah, it would be pasu. Because you're not, you're not in the fenced in area. So you're not allowed to carry in the hut. Because that's where, wherever the hut is. Yeah. Right. Right. Sukkah is good because we're on our private property already. Yeah, that's why you're allowed to carry. If, if you're in a private, if you're on your, on your porch, you can carry. But anyways, our mechitzot, our real mechitzot for a sukkah. This is just t- saying a case where it's only nine tevachim. So we see over here that un- up until ten tevachim is considered a karmelit. Above ten tevachim is not considered a karmelit. So, uh, so it must be the opposite. Until ten, that's considered a karmelit. Above ten tevachim is not considered a karmelit. This is what Rabbi Yehuda used to tell. He used to tell Shemuel, right? No, Shemuel used to tell Rabbi Yehuda, sharp one, don't, don't learn Hilchot Shabbat above 10. What does that mean above 10? If you're dealing with an area that is above 10, then skip it. That's Makom Petur. You don't have to discuss those cases. So what is he talking about? You don't have to discuss the cases above 10. Above 10 of what? Yeah, public property, private property, Kaimelit. What are we talking about here? So Lama Hilchata, what is he saying? Don't discuss it if it's above ten. If he's talking about private property, we hold that a private property goes up to the Shamaim. If you have a, a private property and you have a hundred amot stick, and somebody throws something into that hundred amot stick, that's private property, you'll be chayav. So what's he saying? Don't discuss it if it's above 10. You see, even if it's above 10, it could be above 100, it's still considered private property. So it must be we're talking about that public property does not extend more than 10 tefachim. We just turned Amud Bet. If we're talking about where it's above ten tefachim, it doesn't have a status of public property. Like we said, you, you threw something above uh, ten tefachim the whole time. It never went into the ten tefachim of public property. There's no yeshut uh, there. We don't need we don't need Shimuel to teach us that because it's a mishnah. Manitini. If you throw something for Amot and it hits a wall, if the wall is higher up than 10 Tevachim, it's as if you threw it in mid-air and it never landed. If it never landed, you're not obligated for Shabbat because it's Makom Petur. But if it's less than 10 Tevachim, that's as if you, 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 you threw it and it landed. On the 10 Tevachim, it's considered Shudan Abim. 
So we already have the Mishnah teaching us that above ten is not Yishut Rabim. So we don't need Shemuel to tell Yehuda if it's above ten Devachim, then uh, avoid discussing it because we know it already from the Mishnah. So what is Shemuel telling Rabbi Yehuda? Practically, you have a stick. You have a uh, big, big in, in public property. You have a what's called those meters, yeah. Those are above ten tefachim. So that's a makom p'tur. That's not public property. If you would on Shabbat put something, you have something in your pocket, and you want to put it over there. It's a little slave that I checked yesterday. Like a solar, uh, yeah. Well, let's say you had something that's able to stay on top. You clip it on or something. It's going to, you're not, you didn't put it into a public property. You didn't put it into a private property. You put it into my computer. This is where some cool old come in, uh, strollers. It's my computer. Not for, not for mutal but, uh, you know, with, uh, with the mix, with the eruv, with this, with that. There's reasons to, to say you're not carrying, uh, under 10, you're carrying above 10. Extending to the bottom, there's a lot. I didn't say anything. <laughs> talking about kosher eruv. I'm not talking about a bad eruv. Bad eruv you can't carry. So, uh, right. Wheelchairs for chole. That's where, where we might come in. Telling a goy to wheel, uh, to wheel, uh, somebody sick to the sebet or something like that. So, I mean, if it's, you know, if it's a need. Right. If it depends if you can't walk without it. If you can't walk without it, can't. It depends. If you can't walk without the cane, then you're allowed to use the cane. If you're able to walk, it just helps you. Then you can't carry the cane. Right. But this is... We're talking about the Oraita. We're not talking about the Rabbanan. Yeah. Right. So Yeshut Arabim above ten Tavachim is not considered Yeshut Arabim. Yeshut Hayachim, private property. If you have the same, uh, same, uh, I don't know what statue in your private property, you have, a, you know, I don't know, an Abe Lincoln, I don't know. So you have somebody, you have some, put something on top that's considered Yeshut Hayachim. Now we have a Karmelit. If you have that, that uh, in the middle, now that's what we're saying now. Karmelit. And Karmelit Amala Me'asara. There's no Karmelit above 10 Tavachim. So that's what we're saying now. Until 10 you have Karmelit, above 10 is not a Karmelit anymore. This whole concept of a Karmelit is a, is the Rabbanan invented. So since the, since the Rabbanan invented it, it has kulot of Yeshut HaYachid and it has kulot of Yeshut HaRabim. Mikulot Yeshut HaYachid, the kulot of the Yeshut HaYachid, Di'ika mekom arba'ahu, da'avi karmelit v'ilo, mekom p'tur ba'amahu. That if it's less than four tefachim, then it's considered makom p'tur. That's for a kula that we use from Yeshut HaYachid. We know Yeshut HaYachid, if it's less than four, it's not considered Yeshut HaYachid. So karmelit, it's not a karmelit if it's less than four tefachim. Um, we have leniencies from Rishut Arabim. The same way there's no Rishut Arabim above 10, there's no Karmelit above 10. So a, so a Karmelit has Kulot from Rishut Arabim and from Rishut Arabim. If it's less than 4, it's not a Rishut Arabim. 
It's not a Karmelit. And if it's less than 10, if it's above 10, it's not a Karmelit. So the only way you have a Karmelit, if it's, if it's bigger than 4 Tevachim, up until 10. That's Karmelit. Kufa, Amarav Gidol Amarav, Chiyam Bar Yosef Amarav. Bayit She'en Tocho Asara. If you have a house, now this, inside this house, you don't have 10 Tevachim on the walls. So the walls are not considered kosher mechitzot. The ceiling finishes the amount of ten tevachim. Al gago, if you're on the roof and you're above ten tevachim, mutal tel tel bekulo, you're allowed to carry. Betocho, but if you're in the house, you can't carry. Any mutal tel bekulo, you're allowed to carry. Zimbik chidush, you think, yeah, on the roof, you can't, you're not allowed to carry because you're in an open area. But if you're in the house, you close an area. But in the house, you don't have kosher mechitzot around you. But on top of the house, you're above ten devachim. Above ten devachim, you're in a public property. You're not in public property anymore. And you're not in private property anymore. And you're not in the Karmelit anymore because you're above ten. So you're in no man's land. You're in Makom Petun, so you're allowed to carry there. So you, yes, yeah, so you can carry in that little uh, porch. Open porch. Okay, Gufa. What happens if you if you dig and you make more room and now it becomes a place where there's four tevachim? You're allowed to carry in the whole house. This is the hole. They have the hole in the Rishut HaYachid. has the status of Rishut HaYachid. And once you added one area of Rishut HaYachid, now the whole the whole house turns into Rishut HaYachid. So if you have a hole in a house, if you have, a, let's say, a, you, you dug something out of a house, even though the actual hole is not for Tefachim, but the actual hole is considered Rishut HaYachid. So once in that area you have Rishut HaYachid, the whole house is looked at as a kosher neshut yachid, and you're allowed to carry in the whole thing. If you have one area where it's where it's good from the whole, one tefach is this much as tefach four eight eight two, six eight centimeters, about what? Uh, Thirty inches is an amma. Yeah. So the gemara, the gemara says, churei neshut yachid. If you have a, a wall and you have a hole in Shuta Yachid, Kishuta Yachid Amu. Khuran Shuta Rabim, if you have a hole in the Shuta Rabim, meaning you have let's say a wall in the Shuta Rabim, and then you have a hole in that in that in that wall. And by yeah omed kishuta rabim damu, we look at the hole as if it's in Shuta Rabim. Rava omed Lav Kishuta Rabim Damu. Well uh well, has to, you know, the regular size is less than four tefachim and things like that. Amalei Ravala Abayeli didach diamet chorei shutar abim kishutar abim damo. If you hold that the whole of the shutar abim is like a shutar abim, maishna mehad chiyatan abdim yamar. Rabbi Yochanan lo nesechayla lekeren zavin as mukhan shutar abim. Veteheve kechorei shutar abim. If you're going to tell me that the uh, whole is is like, if you're going to tell me. That the chul of Rishut Rabim, the whole of Rishut Rabim, is like a Rishut Rabim. 
So why is it different than the, this corner that we spoke about? The corner we said is considered a Karmelit. Why is the corner considered a Karmelit? Because you don't use it. But it's able to be used. So this hole in the Shuta Rabim, why is it different? It's uh, an impublic area. Why can you, why is that not considered Shuta Rabim? So Gemara answers, Hatam lo The difference is like this. When you have a hole in the Shuta Rabim, more people use it. People, you, 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 you leave something there. So you're using that area of the hole more than you use the Keren Zavi, more than you use the Nook. When you have the little Nook in the area, you have a little corner, you'll go, you, you don't really like using that area. It's not a comfortable place to, to be. But a hole in an Yishut Rabim, if you have a wall in Yishut Rabim, you have holes inside, that you'll use. All over the Gemara, Baba Metziah, you have people hiding things there and things like that. So the holes were things that people used. So since people use it, it's like, you know, self-made cubbies. So you, you, you use that area. So since you use the holes, yeah, the whole thing is in public property. You, 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 that means on the outside of the wall. Imagine Ocean Parkway's thing and was, it was a wall. Instead of the railing. No, in the house. Your house is made no, of bricks. No, no, it's about outdoors. 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 The outdoors, you have a brick. The house is made of bricks. Right. You can put things in the bricks. Yeah, but that belongs to the owner of the house. That's private property. We're talking about, you have Ocean Park where you have a little, that, that railing. Imagine the whole thing was a wall. The railing, right. The yeah, if that whole thing was a wall and some bricks were missing and people use that area. The benches. The benches had cracks. Yeah, so if you're using, you, that, that's all things that people use. So that's considered a Shuta Rabim. And we're going to bring a, uh, try to bring a proof that a hole, that these holes in the Shuta Rabim is not considered a Shuta Rabim. Tanan, the Mishnah says, Hazorek arba amot bakotel. If you throw something, four amot, in the Shuta Rabim and it hits a wall. If it's above 10 Tavachim, it's as if you threw it in mid-air. Because above 10 Tavachim, we said, is uh, no man's land. It didn't, it didn't land anywhere. But if it's under 10 Tavachim, then it landed. Then, it's as if you threw it on the ground. Because once it's under 10 Tavachim, it's considered um, nach on the, on the ground. What do you mean it's as if you threw it on the ground? Bottom line, it hit a wall. If it hit a wall, it didn't hit the ground. If it hit a wall, we said it has to be, it has to be placed correctly. If it hit the wall, and the wall intercepted it, so now, I didn't do a hanacha. It's landing on the wall. What? If you threw something, and it hit the wall, because if it's under 10 tevachim, it's kizorek ba'aretz. What does it mean it's kizorek ba'aretz? The halonach, the item did not go down. At the end of four amot, it hit the wall in the middle. So you didn't go four amot in Yeshut Rabim. Right. You hit the wall, you didn't, didn't go to the ground yet. So Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Shanu. What are we talking about? You're throwing, uh, fig, oily figs. Sticky. They're very sticky. Since they're sticky, when you hit the wall, they start stuck to the wall. So you got these sticky fruit, you threw it, four amot, and hit the wall. You got a little, uh, the gooey thing. Yeah, you got, it got stuck now. Now that it got stuck, you, now you did a hanacha. If it would be a regular thing, it wouldn't, it wouldn't stay there, it's gonna fall. It's not gonna fall, it's stuck there till, uh, till after Shabbat. 
Yeah, you have, you realize you have some sticky fruit on Shabbat. You want to save it for, uh, I don't know, so that if you eat. So throw it high up above Tent of Achim on the wall and go pick it up after Shabbat. That's gonna work. I did that last week. <laughs> <laughs> don't try it with your money, it's not gonna stay. Yeah. Okay. If you can tell me that the whole in the Shutarabim is in the Shutarabim, why do we have to say a crazy case that you're throwing these uh, sticky figs? Why don't we say a case that you're throwing a regular item into a hole? You have a wall in the Shutarabim, and the wall has a hole in it, so even though it's hitting the wall, it's not. It got placed in the hole. So why do we say a regular case in the hole? It must be that the hole in the Yishut Rabim is not a Yishut Rabim. And if it's not a Yishut Rabim, it's considered, uh, that, that's why Patur. That's why we have to say that we're talking about where it's not in the hole. So it's considered public property and we're talking about something sticky. Gemara said, look my So why don't we say a case where we're throwing an item into the hole? You know the case? We're discussing now, yeah, you have a, you have a wall in Shutter Abim. You want to know if this wall has a hole in it. It does the hole also have a status of a Shutter Abim. So we said that if you throw something and it's an undetended of Achim what's the case that it's going to stay on the wall? It's sticky. If it's not sticky, let's say when you're throwing a ball and it's going to stay, it's going to stay in a crack in the, in the, in the Shutter Abim wall. So that's a case where it's going to stay there. Why don't we say that case? Because when I want to bring a proof from here, it must be that in the wall is considered private property, not public property. In the wall is it? Yeah. Why do we have to say a case where it's sticking on the outside? Because it's different than, uh, than if it's stuck on the inside. Or in a crack. Or a hole. Right. Right, so why why we have to say a case of something sticky? Why we say a case of a hole? That's my last question. We want to know why didn't we say a case of a hole? No, in both cases you're below ten vachim. Now we have two ways. We're trying to, we're trying to figure out how the item gets stuck to the wall. Either there's a hole or it's sticky. So we want to say, why don't we say a case where there's a hole? Maybe that would prove to us that a hole is not considered like the public property. Maybe you would not be chayav. Yeah. It's like its own domain. So, Zimnin de Meshadile, so Abaye has two answers for this question. Zimnin de Meshadile, Shadi Sur, Mechemis, Mehadev, If you throw an item into a hole, it's going to fall right out. So we're not going to talk about that case. Because now we're talking about where there's no hole. But if you cannot prove from here that a hole is not Yishut Rabin. Maybe a hole is really Yishut Rabin. Mimai, what's the case? How do we know that we're talking about a, a case where there's no hole? Mizitani Rasha from the beginning of the Mishnah. What does the beginning of the Mishnah say? Zarak Lamala Me'asarat Vachim. If you threw something above Tent Vachim, we said you patun because you zorek be'avid. It's like you're throwing in midair. V'isal gadaytach bekotel dit bechor amai kezorek be'avid. Hanach bechor. If we're talking about that, there's a hole in the in the wall. So that means when you threw it on top of tent of Achim, also that means we're talking about where you threw it into the hole. 
So if you threw it into the hole above tent of Achim, why is it like Makom uh, Petur? If it went into a hole, it went all the way down. So if it went down, what we're saying, we're talking about where it got thrown into a hole, that both cases are in a hole. So we might have been So over here we see if it landed in, into a hole above tent of Achim it has a din of Rishut Yachid. So maybe we're talking about a case where you don't have 4 by 4 So since you don't have 4 by 4 that's why you're going to be patud. If you threw something above tent of Achim Yeah. If you, if the wall, I'm saying. Oh, we're talking about the hole now. Really, we're talking about the wall has a hole. Let's say the wall has a hole, yeah? But now, inside the hole, you don't have four by four. So when the item lands into this hole, above tent of Achim, the guy who threw it is going to be patur. Since in the hole, you don't have four by four, it's considered makom patur. You can't say that. I mean, this was a possible possible answer. Maybe you're throwing it into a Yishukarabim hole, and the hole doesn't have four, and that's why you patur. Even if you throw it into a tiny hole, if it's above ten tevachim, this is What's the machlokin They're discussing by a mezuzah. If you have a petach, if you have an entrance, which does not have a shi'ur, which would obligate a mezuzah. Archway. Yeah. yeah. You're able to, to, what's it called? Carve an area to be able to get to that, to get to the right, the right amount. So what are you carving? You have to extend. It's, it's less than 10, and you have to be able to carve it out to get to 10. So, what's the machlok Rabbanan? We look at it as if you already carved out the archway and then Yechayav and Mezuzah. We don't look at it as if you carved out the archway. So what do we see from here? According to the Chachamim, if you throw something from Yishut Abim and it goes into a little bit of a hole, you patur. So what does this have to do with our case? So if you, you're throwing it into a Rishut Rabim with a whole kosher, well, that was the case, right? You're throwing it into a small little hole. So that's going to be a machloket between the Bimi and the Rabbanan. If we look at this hole as as part of the, uh, as, as what? Ki'ilu, it was, it finished its whole shiur of Rishut Yachid. So since it, since you have a hole there, we look at it as, as if the whole thing's carved out to the bottom. That's going to be the machloket. So, El Allah, Shema Minave, Kotel Dulet Bachod. Must mean that we're not talking about where there's a hole. Shema Minah. So we see over here, we're not talking about where there's a hole. So that's a proof to Abaye's answer. Our question was, why can't we say that we're talking about where we threw it into an area with the hole? And we'll prove over here that a hole is not considered Shut Abim. Abaye answered, we're talking about where there's no hole. How do we know there's no hole? Because if there was no hole, 
then uh, then you would have the machloket. If we if we look at the whole, even if it's a drop, we look at the whole as a shutayachid, completely shutayachid. And so we'll have uh, three lines left. We could stop here. We'll uh, pick up from here tomorrow.